Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. We often talk about love on this episode, and I've talked about a lot of attributes of God's love. But there's one attribute of God's love that I've yet to mention and I want to talk about today because it often goes overlooked, and that is love, think it no evil. Please enjoy this episode. Love, think it no evil. Now, many a times in our life, we have had relationships that are falling apart, friendships, um, disputes, anything that goes on when we're getting to disagree with people. And oftentimes, that starts in our mind. It starts with our thought process. Um, What we do like and we don't like, those things start in our mind. And so today, I want to talk about an attribute of God's love that often goes forgotten, and that is that love, think it no evil. So we're going to start with a familiar text, which is 1 Corinthians 13, and we're going to start at the fifth verse. And it says this, love does not behave itself unseemly, love seeking not her own, love is not easily provoked, and love thinketh no evil. Look, in order for you to not love someone, it starts with a thought. Because before you can hate someone, Before we decide to cut someone off, before we decide not to extend grace, before we decide not to forgive, before we decide not to love, before we decide not to be patient, before we decide not to extend grace, before we decide to do evil, before we decide to do good, it starts with our thoughts. Our thoughts have a way of controlling our actions. Because we understand in the book of James, it talks about when sin is conceived, when it's thought about, and it's made up in our mind and it's formulated, it brings forth death. And so everything that hinders my love for someone else starts with my thinking. Now look, if you will look back and be honest, there's some people and some places and things that you don't like anymore. There's some people that you fell out with and you would have to look back and remember it started with a decision in your mind, a thought to think evil of that person, not worthy of grace, not worthy of love, not worthy of your time. But love doesn't do that. And so what love shows us is it starts in our thought process. I have to make a decision in my mind to look past any error, to look past any fault and love the way God says love. When God looks at us, He loved us so much that he sent his son, Jesus. When he saw Adam in the cool of death, Adam had sinned. He he already dealt with them with love. He didn't kill him, he didn't destroy him. He gave them a consequence for it, but he still loved him. And he let the enemy know, you don't win because I'm going to send a redeemer and he's going to redeem mankind. And so we have to look upon people and not think evil. Yeah, they may have done some things that they shouldn't have done. Yeah, they may have hurt you, but I can't sit there and devise evil. I can't sit there and have evil thoughts about someone. That's not Christ-like. See, my love is not supposed to hate one day, you know, love one day, hate tomorrow. If I decide to hate or dislike something or or someone, that means I have been thinking 
That means my mind has been laboring upon and wondering about that person. And the enemy is tricking you to think evil instead of seeing the light of God in the situation. When love thinks, when we think evil, we are looking at people and things like they're unredeemable. Like there's nothing good in them. There's no quality, uh, uh, there's no redeeming qualities in them. And that's because I'm thinking evil. But instead of thinking about what God can do, when I see someone caught in something, when someone disappoints me, I got to now start thinking the way God says. And I got to extend some grace and got to think with love. But if I'm thinking evil, I can never repair the relationship. But I also can't please God because God lets us know we're supposed to love everyone. He said, a new command I've given you. It's not an ask. He doesn't ask us to love everybody. He commands us to love everyone. A new commandment I have given in you to love one another as I have loved you. He told his word, you can't say you love God but not love your brother. He says, you're a liar. And so now when I'm thinking evil, I'm not thinking like God. When I'm thinking of judgment, I'm not thinking of, of like God. When I want vengeance, I'm not thinking like God. Because love does not think evil. We have to get out of this thinking that the way I think and the way I want to bring judgment, the way I want to handle something is the right way. Because if we're not handling the way God said handling, that means we're thinking evil and we're looking to repay somebody. We're looking to make somebody feel some punishment. We want someone to be dealt with. And that's thinking evil. As believers in Christ, have to experience the redeeming love of our Lord and Jesus Christ. As believers in Christ that have been saved and sanctified and forgiven their trespasses, we have to begin to look at one another the same way. Why are you thinking, why am I thinking evil about your, your child? Why am I thinking about evil about my brother or sister? Why am I thinking evil about my spouse? Why am I thinking evil about the people that I say I love? It's revealing to me that I don't really love them because if I love them, I cannot think evil. If I love them, I cannot think evil. So when someone offends you, what's your thinking going to be about? Are you going to think about how wicked and wretched and how wrong they are? Or are you going to think about how you can extend God's grace and show them love anyway? That's the decision that we have to make. Because if I love, and if I'm a believer and I say I love like God, I don't think evil toward anyone no matter what they do. My thoughts should not be turned into hate. My thoughts should not be turned into disgust. My thoughts should not be turned into not extending grace. Because that means I'm thinking evil. The first thing that should come to our mind as believers in Christ is the grace that God has shown us when we were at our filthiest, when we were at our wretchedness, when we were, the, when we were doing this, the most unseemly things. Christ looked upon us and loved us. And so when we see someone violate us, and yeah, I'm not saying you can rejoice that you've been violated, but I don't start thinking evil. I can't start thinking evil just because I've been done wrong. Because there are many times that I've turned my back on the Lord, that I didn't do what God said. I've been disobedient, disobedient to his word. And he didn't look at me with hate. He still had his hands open, ready to forgive me when I came to my sentence sisters and said, Father, forgive me. When I want to repent and turn, he allowed me that time. And so my thought processes now have to be on the love of God, on the grace of God. How can I show Christ in the situation? How can I stay in my crisis and look beyond the fault and see the need that every man needs and every woman has 
for love and for kindness and for grace and compassion. We got to stop thinking evil. Every person in every situation is not our business. If I can't look upon it and think and have some kind thoughts or, you know, or have some gracious thoughts, then I need to mind my own business. Every person, place, or thing that's going in the world don't have anything to do with me, so I don't need to be putting my evil thinking in it. And I got to learn how to think with the love and grace and compassion of Christ because we're saying we love God. We're getting off the phone because I love you. We're seeing hugging people. I love you. I love you, brother. I love you, sister. I love you, husband. I love you, wife. But we're having evil, wretched thoughts that devour our relationships. Husband and wife can't remain together because they're thinking evil. He don't love me is what the wife thinks. He don't care about me is what the wife thinks. And the husband thinking, he don't care about me. She don't care about me. She don't love me. She don't listen. These evil thoughts of people that we say we love, we begin to think wickedly about them. And so that's why we're not maintaining relationships, even friendships. When someone makes one error, someone makes mistakes, someone forgets something, someone has a slip, you know, and then something slips their mind, all of a sudden they're, they're, they're evil and they never remember you and they don't care anything about you. That's thinking evil. Why can I think with the grace and the love of God that it was just a mistake? That it just overlooked something? That it didn't mean any harm? But I immediately go to thinking evil, wanting vengeance, wanting revenge. And that's not what our thought process is supposed to be. Paul admonished us in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. He, he told us how we should think. And he says this. Finally, my brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things of a good report, if there be any virtue, there be any praise, think upon those things. That is how I got to change my thinking. We got to change our stinking thinking, always thinking evil, always thinking the worst. And we got to think on these things as Apostle Paul has told us, because there's always something to celebrate. There's always something to rejoice. When someone moves evil against me, I'm not going to like it. But before I start thinking evil, I said, Lord, I think that one time I lived that way, but you gave me grace, but you gave me mercy, you gave me love, and you forgave me. And you allowed my relationship to maintain. You allowed someone to restore my friendship. And so now when I'm looking at situations, I begin to think about the goodness of the Lord and remember God's grace toward me. Remember God's love toward me. And then I'll start thinking about love. And then out of my members will come love because it starts with a thought. If I'm going to love my neighbor as myself, it starts with a thought. If I'm going to be kind, you one to another, Tender heart and forgive one another as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven me. It starts with a thought. If I want to keep the attributes of love that we find in the scripture, that love is kind, that love is patient, that love suffered long, that love is not puffed up. If I'm going to keep these attributes of God's love, it's going to start with me changing my thinking and to think on good things, to think on the love of God, think on the grace of God, that way I can have love showing in my members. We want the love of God in our heart. We got to change our thinking and stop thinking evil toward one another, but think the way that the Lord sees us with grace and mercy. Look, I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope something I said today has encouraged your heart to continue in the faith, continue to look at yourself through prayer and through meditation to see if there are things in your life that need to change. If your thinking need to change, I encourage you to seek the Lord to change that thinking that you may love like God loves you. God bless you. 
Have a wonderful day. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.